0: welcome to the dare to do it podcast the podcast that inspires you to take action on your dreams hear inspiring stories and get great tips from persons who have dared to step out and take action on their dreams i'm your host fitness enthusiast amateur bodybuilding athlete and life coach camille russell Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dare to Do It podcast. I'm your delightful host, Camille Russell. The accent you're hearing is that of the beautiful country of Barbados. Yep, I'm from the West Indies. On today's episode, we are daring to talk about it. And that is WAP. If you haven't heard by now, that means wet ass pussy, W-A-P and religion. And to help us delve into this topic is sensual empowerment leader, creator of the orgasmic intelligence, Yanni wellness coach, and a lady I admire so much for stepping out and daring to educate other ladies to become more vibrant, sensual goddesses, Miss Katrina Eiffel. Welcome to the Dare to Do It podcast.
1: Hi, good morning. Well, hello. Hi. To <laughs> me. No problem. I'm not sure what time is going to run, but thank you so very much for having me and thank you for having this discussion because this is very timely and it's very much needed.
0: Yeah, uh, Katrina, Katrina, how, you know, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, Brotherhood this song literally is called by WAP, and it has brought to the forefront the issue of they well, don't need to be all that way, you know, women gotta, white women gotta have, um, but why would do women have to be portrayed as only being sexual, or why does that have to be the forefront? That's all you're getting nowadays. are you here for this song at all? Like, how do you feel about that?
1: I love this song. I'm I'm definitely down for it. Not only oh. I like uh, the, the lyrics because I, I listened to, uh, some of the lyrics, at the very first time. I, I can't remember how I stumbled upon it. I think I think YouTube brought it up. Yeah. And recommended it, and I was like, mm, "Let me." I was like, mm. "But the lyrics are very much point on. It speaks to women becoming more liberated, owning oh, their sexuality, sure. not and, allowing the society men to to continue to oppress, suppress, and you know, it's it's just I'm I'm here for it. Let me just put it: I'm here for it.
0: No problem, because I found that they were very direct. They were like. This is what I want. This is what I want from you, and this is how I like it. And people were like, "Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why? Yes. Why? What's happening? It's too much. It's too literal. Yeah. You know, there's no yeah. creativity. But they were direct. This is exactly what I want. And the thing is, because it's it's now risen to the top of popular culture today. Um, you know, younger people. Well, everybody has heard it by now, and of course, there are various organizations, the church included, who are going to have some. You know, strong issues with such blatant lyrics, and that's why I'm here today. Um, most of you know my story. I am um, coming from a conservative Christian background, where unfortunately, or it is what it is, where the practice of sexual discipline is enforced, but it can, but it it more or less boils down to sexual suppression, if I if I'm honest with you, and. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have this discussion. I wasn't even sure because this is still uncharted, uncharted ter- territory for me. And I'm so lucky to have you because I did, you know, I was discussing with my friends like, where do we start? And I was like, hey, I know somebody. <laughs> so, <laughs> Katrina, thank you for coming again. Um, honestly, I don't thank think there's gonna be me. no problem. I don't think there's ever there's gonna be quite a middle ground. To be honest, with church and the expression of sexuality, especially for for women, because as I was discussing the topic with other Christian ladies, there is always, even, even if you engage in sex outside of marriage, there's always this guilt. You know, this guilt that comes with it, and you do, and there's not ever like the full enjoyment of whether it's masturbation or whether it's the um, yeah, sex with someone. it's, it's just not. A full experience and how can you get persons like that to come you know to just relinquish that suppression and accept it as a healthy practice how do we go about doing that
1: well honestly uh, camille when i have clients who who come to me mm-hmm. and so when they come to me it may be some mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. sexual dysfunction or uh you know they, they they believe that they're unable to have an orgasm And we dig a little deeper, Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you honestly, 90% of the time, the root cause of their issue is because of their their blockages due to how they were raised religiously. And that is worrying for me. (laughs) Uh, Now, 10% may be because of some trauma some sexual trauma but honestly in barbados i should say specifically in barbados because i work with clients outside of barbados as well and in barbados 90 percent of them approximately 90 percent of them it is based on religious hang-ups and for me what i do is when i real, when we get to the crux of the matter and we realize that's what it is then i have to go through a different a different way of approaching my my coaching with the women first we go to, we delve down to understand why within religion sexuality is suppressed the way it is or it is uh, looked upon or frowned upon the way it is and so we go down so we go down like a historical journey getting them to understand or, or well, not even understand, but just sharing that information with them. Because I've had clients as well too, that when I get to the point, especially with understanding that it's just a matter of you as a woman taking back your power and owning your sexuality, it would be another blockage would come up. But you know, I've been raised not to do that. Yes. So there are like layers and layers that I've even had a client who when she was at the point of a major breakthrough she stopped. <laughs> she stopped because the religious hold and the her perception how she was raised her socialization in the church when she was about to have a breakthrough sexually owning her sexuality, be feeling a little more liberated. And I'm I'm not speaking liberated to the point where she was talking about, you know, having a WAP and uh, you know, having multiple partners or anything like that. It was just a matter of a major breakthrough through where understanding that self pleasuring herself was key for her to moving forward with her partner. When she was about to have that breakthrough, she stopped. She stopped and she, you know, and and I totally understand. She said she didn't think that the coaching, that kind of coaching was for her. And I totally understand that. You know, so at that point, I referred her to, to another coach. But for me, it's a case of getting women to understand the root of it. And then once they're comfortable, because in my my coaching, I keep it very real. I I seldom sugarcoat. I'm I'm empathetic, okay? Not that I don't care about my client's feelings or anything like that. But I keep it very real. So in keeping it real, everybody's on the same page. And that's important. That my client is on the same page as, as I am. And understanding the next steps that have to be taken. So... Camille is it's really oftentimes when religion is the core the core of it, the, the root of the issue, is more difficult than moving through with someone who had sexual trauma. Honestly, I'm I'm gonna tell you the truth. And it's 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 unfortunate, it's scary, but I still have my work to do because I'm a disruptor. Yes. <laughs> I'm a disruptor. <laughs> So I still have my work to do. And I know even if they have they stopped themselves and or they did not continue with the program to have a good breakthrough, I know many precious seeds were planted. Yes. And if they are, you know, they're ready to to move on, they will be able to to find those seeds and build from there. And I've had a couple that have been able to come back and say, well, you know, at that time it wasn't ready, but now I see and, and it's helped me. So, so it's, for me, I'm, I'm not looking for immediate, not looking for the harm. Immediate res- ex, yeah. You know, it's, it's long-term because it didn't take these women three days or six weeks to get to this point. So, yeah, so it's, it's work to be done. It's work to be done. And And it's layers. So everyone is different. Remember, every client is different. So, you know, there are different techniques that we take through each client depending on, one, their personality, uh, their ability to open up, and and the root of their issue.
0: How can we get people to understand, well, can you share the benefits of knowing what you like and what what pleases you so that you can get persons to, you know, demystify it a little bit this is this is for your sexual health. This is what you know. Masturbation can help you um, reveal about yourself to your partner. Can you share a little bit about that?
1: Okay. Well, firstly, I I, I, don't, I seldom use the word masturbation. I may use it so that people can get, get an understanding of what we're talking about. But my choice, my choice, my choice term is solo cultivation. Ah, so I like that. Actually. Yeah. Masturbation is a very masculine term, you know, and it's it's just about excuse me, it's just about orgasm, about busting a nut, but mm-hmm. solo cultivation now is more exploration, getting to uh, understand yourself, learning new erogenous spots within your body, outside of your body as well. As a woman, so and I'm speaking about within your body, so within your vaginal canal and learning more other erogenous spots which may not have been highlighted that are not usually highlighted in mainstream culture uh, pop culture and learning yourself because when you understand yourself you know how to please yourself you know what pleases you you're better able to guide your partner how to please you so then the chances are there'll be a more victories or, or better uh, love making sessions where everybody is, is is better satisfied and we don't have and mostly it's usually women who come out on the the end of being dissatisfied because believe it men will always be satisfied like you okay, know always but let's say <laughs> yeah. 99% of the times when it's about love making the man is usually the one who is very much satisfied and then the women and what another pet peeve of mine is camille is when women are willing to fake orgasm to fake that they have been pleased to and it's all about <laughs> no you really man. hear that
0: <laughs> you really hear that
1: and then the thing about it is to, to build his ego and but what does it do to you as a woman when you are willing to not only deceive the man, but deceive yourself into believing that, you know, it was good pleasing him or pleasing your partner is what is, no, it's it's about you, both of you. If both of you are in the act of lovemaking, then both of you should be satisfied by the end of it. And I'm not speaking satisfied, like only orgasm, which oftentimes is the focus. I'm just speaking enjoying the entire experience from beginning to the very end.
0: Yes. I'm I'm so glad you called it. You 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 have ripped that word, that masculine word apart. I don't even want to say it again now, and you have embraced the term solo cultivation. Because as religious people, when you when you try the solo cultivation, but in the first sense, it's almost like you just want to um, get to the end point. so there's no understanding of you know no, no exploration really of you know what you like, what does what does this for you, how does this go you know how do you feel when this happens? It's just like a end point because you are you know the, you're going you're feeling guilty and you feel like you know it's, 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 it's preached that it's a defilement of the body. And exactly. I really want so you to exactly, yeah.
1: Yeah. So you don't really want to be down there long. You don't, oh. you know, you don't want to be touching there long because you know, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm sinning. But let, let me just get a little gratification out of this sin as quickly as possible. Get it over with, <laughs> you know.
0: And then you go back to, oh, yeah. oh forgive me, forgive me, forgive me, forgive
1: and me. Exactly, and move on. But there's no sin. There's, there, there is no sin in harmless, less self pleasure there's no there's no there could possibly be no sin because if we're made in the likeness of our creator and we are able to to experience self pleasure then where is the sin in that where is it where is that being any less godly than uh helping to to save someone? I know it may seem like experience but in reality i i <laughs> you know, this is a really, really touches it topic is. here. Because, it you is. It is. <laughs> because in my mind too, I am often very mindful of choosing my words so to come over as being as, as least <laughs> offensive as possible. Let me put it that way because just even having sex and religion in the same sentence is offensive for many. You know? <laughs> uh So it's it's a lot of work to be done because this is thousands of years of doing. And we, we just barely and the thing about it, the funny thing about it, in ancient times, women were revered, and women and their sexuality were revered. In 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 ancient churches, they were women were excuse me, seen as and this term is a sacred horse. Oh. Where the priest, yeah, where the priests would actually make love to these sacred whores because they knew the the energy, the benefits of making love. They knew the 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 liberation that women who were sexually comfortable with themselves could bring to the to the to the priests because there was a power. There's a power in it. Mm-hmm. And I use the word whore uh, cautiously because I'm not talking about a modern day term of whore. Okay? okay. I'm speaking about a woman who understood her sexuality, who cultivated her power, and men came to her to receive that power. <clears throat> so it wasn't just about gratification sexually. It was about ascension. <laughs> ascension. So when I'm talking about ascension, i talking about spiritual ascension. That is the kind of ascension. Because when you, when you understand how to cultivate your sexual energy, it helps you spiritually. So when you separate spirituality and sexuality, that's mm-hmm. where the disharmony comes. Because spirituality and sexuality exists, coexist harmoniously.
0: It's a, a duality. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was thinking now that you mentioned ancient times and the, and the church at the time. You know, it's such, the issue of sexuality is so suppressed that women in church or women in religion really will not even embrace, um, how do you, I hope, I hope I'm saying this correctly, like yoni wellness. Um, would not even embrace the, the benefits of using that uni you know, egg, you know, for pelvic health issues. They would not even embrace that. It's almost like everything that is done there is a defilement. And that's where I, I really have an issue with like anything that I that happens down there that is not for the enjoyment of a man is always like a defilement of my body. Like I I that's what I'm not able to come to terms with. And trying to reach out to others and get in people to discuss don't make don't call my name but this is how i feel don't call my name but i you know this if i if i could step out away if i could step out or away or not be the christian today i would want to know this and i'm like so everybody's gonna just everybody just satisfied to live out the rest of their lives without in just that state and i find it so disheartening this heart Of course,
1: and heart of yeah. Even Camille, when he mentioned down there, like down there, where your knees, your toes, clouds, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about, you know. If you want to mention the word. Uh, exactly. Like the like five people will will embrace uh, yoni, which is a Sanskrit word for sacred space, but are afraid oh. to say vagina or, or dare say pussy, or you know, in Barbados we have other uh, terms, yep. but. That's the you problem. That's the like, issue
0: with this song as well, you know. And it's not even. It was like, you know, you don't. It's not like you are. I'm gonna give you my love area. You know, you can be in my love triangle. My my well of goodness is like pussy. And then they and then they go even further. Like, it's my wet ass pussy. And this is what I want yeah. done with my wet ass. I was like,
1: <laughs> but we're supposed to be juicy. Your vagina is not supposed to be dry. Anytime your vagina is dry and this is just issues. basic vaginal wellness if your vagina is dry that is your body crying out saying i need help i need assistance something is not something is out of balance here so if your vagina is wet and it's juicy it's about succulence. we're not promoting dryness in this time i'm sorry no <laughs> Because when you have a dry vagina, it leads to painful sex, um, can, and all kinds of different issues. Uh, you know,
0: nobody's flora, here
1: for that. No, no, I'm certainly not. No one should be here for that. <laughs> yeah,
0: but sorry, you were saying the flora. It helps with the flora, right? No, just saying that when she's juicy, when she's
1: she's wet, that means she's healthy. She's healthy. So so you want to have a a healthy vagina. And I would think that you would want to celebrate it. I think and you know, and the thing about it that I find that we are conservative in theory because then in our private conversations and, and behind closed doors, we're having the most vulgar conversation and we're doing some things in the bedroom that are very harmful to women and we as women are allowing partners to do to harmful stuff to us that we are really having no pleasure in, but then we're not able to come out and speak about it and be guided to understand, well, you should not allow your partner. If you have in your sex, in your sex script, Mm -hmm. you should have principles and you should have uh, preferences So if you have a principle that I am not engaging in X, Y, and Z, you have to stick to that. You set that boundary and you honor it. Now preferences, so you may have a preference. That's not a principle. So okay. I don't want to engage in uh, oral sex, but it's, it's it's a preference. But I would if my partner, you know, is into it or whatever the case is. But if it's a principle that I am not engaging in anal sex or, you know, some other uh, uh, sexual act, mm-hmm. then stick to that. And that's, that's the issue I have with women. Not setting their boundaries and allowing their partners, particularly men, to to push beyond those boundaries, and they're not getting gaining any pleasure from it. This is a woman is not gaining any pleasure from it. It's the pleasure is solely on the man, and we and need to break that
0: cycle. That well, most of that is because you don't. We don't. Not me, you, but. People like myself, you were not sure what pleases you, so you let, you know, you kind of let everything slide, because you're like, oh, I know, this yeah. is going to please him, so let me do it, you know? And yeah, in, I know. And i think you'll feel that, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't, don't get me wrong here, in doing the work that I do, I know, I've, I've come
1: from that. So, so my journey is not, I'm here not sitting on a soapbox and, you know, spewing because of, you know, my studies and, you know, my experience and and knowledge gained, but no, this is coming from, I was like that, I, 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 Camille, I, I, I've lived it. So I know, and where I stand right now is because of my journey of coming from there.
0: Yes. Woo. I, you know, a stick of pain here and say, I know your journey wasn't easy. But I'm so thankful that it was you who stand, who's sitting here with me this morning and, it's, and you're able to help me, persons like me, get through um, something like this. Not just in discussion, but in practice. So thank God for you. The honor is mine. The
1: honor is mine, Camille. Thank you so very much. And I celebrate you and other women who, are, who have embarked on this journey. Mm-hmm. And I just rem- want to remind you all to be Gentle with yourselves, okay? Be gentle with yourselves because remember, yeah. it did not take you, you know, a couple of weeks to get here. So it's not going to take a couple of weeks to unravel and unlearn to relearn how how much pleasure is your birthright.
0: Ah, thank you so much, as well. Can you share maybe uh, just a few a few steps for getting persons from the point of <clears throat> This, this is defilement to I am cultivating like what are some, what's, what's a, some steps that can get you through the process of I'm, this is solar cultivation this is not defilement this is enjoyment that type of thing
1: well first you need to be, be, become aware self aware that you have an issue with, with touching yourself mm. okay so get to the bottom of that uh, for some women, it may be that they need counseling, they need a coach. Seek that if you do, if you're at that stage where you are unable, you know, you don't know how to embark on the journey.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For those of you who are able to, to you know, help yourselves, start with, or are ready to help yourself, I should say. Mm-hmm. Start with just uh, exploring, don't, don't touch your vulva at all just explore the parts of your body. So down to your toes, like lightly touch while you're in the shower or having a, a bubble bath or just laying in your bed, set the mood. So the same way you would want, in other words, then be the lover to yourself that you want to attract into your life. So if you want a lover to, you know, set a beautiful, like candlelit room with, with incense and you know do that for yourself. So have set a Play night that. Mm-hmm. for yourself, yeah. Set up the room, and just explore. Do not touch your genitals, okay? Mm-hmm. I want you to just explore it from your toes, lightly up rub some oil. You know, touch yourself lightly. How you explore it? How you like to be touched? I'm not talking about touch how your ex-partner or your first lover touch you, but I want you to gently just rub your hands over yourself from your toes up to your ankles, your your calves, your knees, up your thighs, you get it? Just, just explore every other part of your body, your neck, your cheeks, and just, just feel it, immerse yourself into that sensual feeling. And you might find a point that, that you know, somewhere behind your knees or you know like you just tickle and like laugh out and like wow what was that feeling take time to explore start like that start slowly and then you can then gradually work closer to to your vulva area uh for those who would prefer not to penetrate do self-penetration that's fine. You can work with, uh, you know, explore your your labia, your the external clitoris, uh, your inner thighs, or many erogenous spots. Then work closer. So start on the out, the extremities, other parts of your body, your navel, and then come the next session or two sessions or afterwards. the, the, the most important thing is to move slowly. Okay, there's no rush. You know that song, "No Rush." You Remember that <laughs> that was trending.
0: Yeah, There's No Rush. <laughs> rush.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then work to your breasts, and then the last part that I want you to explore is your vulva. So those who the last uh, are fine. Yes, the last, because we know that that's that's the area where we know everything is is pretty much because of the clitoris, which contains over eight thousand nerve endings, which is the only uh, organ on a female body that is for pleasure only anyone any one of us knew that did any of you out there know that
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: the only organ on a female body that is' solely for pleasure
0: mm-hmm.
1: we know that is the is the magic spot so we we want to work on the areas that are a little more difficult or or that we didn't know about mm-hmm. So when you that allows you to relax and open up, and uh, then last, as I said, the last part of what you to explore is your vulva. Those who are comfortable with with penetration, you can uh, start with your finger because biodata feedback is very important because you want to be able to feel yourself, not just have some object uh, inserted. But those of you who are very happy to work with with tools or toys you can use that as well
0: but I was about to ask I was about to ask how you feel about use of um toys
1: yeah they have their place they have their place what I have an issue with is that I've had clients who become so dependent on them that then when it comes to penetration with a with a, a, a man because the penis is not vibrating or you know doing all these (laughs) tricks has all these different um, ranges of vibration you know different styles they're 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 just not enjoying it Uh you know everything is extreme Camille everything is extreme but finding that middle ground is very important that balance so so using toys I'm I'm very they definitely have a place I'm for them and use them in the practice, guiding women how to use them for maximum benefit, but overuse can cause can cause issues. But but then I have clients who are determined not to have sexual intercourse with with another man again, and, and that's fine, you know that's personal choice.
0: Okay.
1: And then so they then resort to to toys. It's all about personal choice. By the end of the day, I I encourage you to ensure that the pleasure is harmless. The pleasure is harmless okay so take slow all
0: right i love <laughs> that I, I i love that and we can use this point i'm hope i'm hoping this will help somebody but the end what we really want to leave you with is first be gentle with yourself am i right
1: yes definitely
0: be accept the place where you are right now how you feel about it and be gentle, give yourself the grace to say, I am here, this is the space I'm at right now, but I'm moving from this space. Mm-hmm. And then see what see what you explore and cultivate the experience for yourself. And you can do that, and as Katrina said, by setting the mood, the ideal mood you would like for yourself, the ideal mood you'd like to have that experience in, whether it's a bubble bath, whether it's a candlelight room, incense, um, smoking, you know, and set that mood for yourself and begin to explore from the from your toes to your head. And lastly, your vulva. Let that experience be your own. Am I right? Mm-hmm. That's correct. 100. All right. So thank you, Katrina, for joining us. We went a little longer, but thank you for indulging me anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that we were able to get this topic. There's so much more to it. As you said, layers and layers and layers but I think that's a starting point point. and I invite you now to share a bit of your information for persons who may have listened to this podcast and want to have you as their coach so if you can share your number where they can find you on the social media
1: okay yeah so you can find me on both IG and Facebook so Instagram and Facebook Orgasmic Intelligence so that's Orgasmic with a K Intelligence and we have a YouTube page as well, where I have a number of videos up, so you can go and scroll through those. And you can also give me go on our website, orgasmic, again, orgasmic with a K, intelligence.com, or you can contact me directly at area code 266 gasm so that's 266-4276, available on WhatsApp as well. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so that's 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 how you can contact me. I'm here.
0: Thank you. And let me tell you, she always finds. She always a conversation. can do that. She always replies. So if you need to, just reach out to her. She's always willing to assist in whatever way she can. I'm a test. I can tes- testify to that. All right. Yeah. Goodness, thank you so much again. Happy Sunday. <laughs> thank you. Happy Sunday to you as well, Camila. The Dare to Do It podcast is a weekly podcast where I not only take you on my own journey to take action in my life, but I will also be sharing interesting stories and lessons learned from personal development experts. I will also be interviewing amazing people from around the world who took action to transform their lives. My hope is to share my journey, inspire you, and build this community. You can find me on Live Life Cam, on Instagram and Facebook send me a message. Let's connect. Your life is happening now. I dare you to take action.